Man, I am sorry I am late. I had a work thing, and that is how we're doing. Welcome, everybody, to the Hard Rock Lunchbox and, of course, the Top 20. If you're listening to the Top 20, if you're not listening to the Top 20, you know what? You're not welcome here at the Top 20. What do you think about that? But if it's next week, then you're also welcome to the Top 20. See, there's a lot of caveats on this show, and if you don't follow along, you just won't understand. It was Ferris Bueller. No, excuse me. It was Abe Froman that said, it's understanding that allows people like us to tolerate a person like yourself. And he was the sausage king of Chicago, so I think he knows what he's talking about. My son was actually just out in Chicago uh, for a Street Fighter tournament. Not an actual, like he wasn't like that. Like He actually plays the video game uh, somewhat professionally, so he was out there for a tournament. And I told him if he runs into any trouble whatsoever to ask for Abe from and or at least Ferris Bueller, you know what I mean? Like just not Cam, not Mr. Fry, Cameron Fry's uh, dad would be bad. Yeah, I just had a super intense situation at work. Actually, uh, I don't even know that I can talk about it, but like, wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> uh, I just don't think I can talk about it, but I had something that absolutely had to get done, like at noon. So I was all ready to go. I had the show all ready to go, uh, I thought. And then uh, what happened is I did the thing that I needed to do. I came and sat down here, and I realized I forgot to turn the camera on because well, I do that. In fact, it's actually been such a rough morning. I'm going to check just quick in the chat. Hello, chat. Can you hear me? Okay. So I'm putting that in there just because these are the days that I forget stuff like that, like to turn on something, and I'm not broadcasting, so I just want to make sure, uh, so I'm looking, chat is still waiting, chat is being patient, you can join the impatient chat, or the patient chat, at 99wnrr.com, you can do that, cool, they can hear me, we can continue the show, let's get on with it, shall we? I have to get a better camera, by the way. If anyone's got recommendations, i got to check with Annie. Annie from uh, Jackknife had given me a recommendation once before for a camera. Uh, and I looked it up, and it was like, I think it was like six or $700. And I'm like, that's not a recommendation. That's just that's just making fun of me. <laughs> that's like if you ask somebody, like, hey, man, can I get a recommendation on a new car? Like, oh, yeah, here's this blown out like expedition you know that seats 75 it's not a recommendation but <laughs> holy crap did i get hosed this week oh man i brought my subaru in for uh the 60,000 mile checkup which is a is a big one anyway usually you know the 60,000 is the one that runs in the sevens but i needed to replace the lower control arm assembly man my credit card actually felt heavier after that so, thinking about starting a GoFundMe. <laughs> Kidding, I'm not going to do that. I'll figure it out. I won't be buying anybody lunch anytime soon. If you're on that, if you're on the lunch list that people, if you're on the short list of people I was about to buy lunch for, um, <coughs> I would make other plans. To be fair, that Charlotte really, that short, that list really only currently contains Charlotte because she's the only one I legally have to still keep. By the way, speaking of legally still have to feed and uh, kids of that age, I had two Hurricanes show up to practice, soccer practice last night, uh, driving themselves there, which is just like so bananas scary to me. 
I did not have the heart to tell one of them that they went out the exit. No, they went out. They exited through the entrance. Not the best start, but it's all right. I'll just keep an eye on where she is and make sure she's always in front of me whenever I'm driving anywhere. So that's fun. But let's uh, let's get to some housekeeping, shall we? There's a uh, brand new episode. Unsurprisingly, of the top 20. What is surprising is I haven't got a YouTube warning in a little while. I do have to address, we still have a YouTube warning on there, and by we, I mean Stranger TV, because honestly, even though it was my fault, like, Jimmy G really should be more responsible about the content he's going to be putting on the air here. He kind of deserves the warning. I, I would think that's the way it goes. It's always a no. You know, I don't know for sure. I would, I would think so. Um, I'm going to turn this up. I'm going to turn up my microphone. Is that cool with everybody? Microphone check. Checking one. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that... Uh, uh, sorry, just checking in on the chat here. Uh, there's a delay. Yes. Yes, it's just you. Uh, delay like an echo? Or like what is going on? Was that just me? I saw this post uh, before. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's always like... Um, it's less than a minute, but it's a good 30-second delay. Anywhere between 7 seconds and a minute. That sounds too loud. I'm going to turn it back down. The only reason I'm playing with the volume at all is because last week I was singing along with uh, Dragula from Rob, Rob Zombie, and I couldn't even hear what I was saying, which was the you know, the thing about baking brownies and stuff like that. And, you know, if we're going to miss quality stuff like that, like, why even bother listening to the show, really? Uh, but anyway, so, um, yes, top 20. Uh, is out this week, and I'm talking about Ron DeSantis, and what a dick he was last week, and now he's even more of a dick, which is like something like I want to get into, like and if there's t- like I'm literally saving that for the end of the top 20 if there's time. There is a giant sea monster, sea like seaweed blob in the Atlantic Ocean that has finally hit Florida, and personally, I could not think of a better place for it to go. Uh, if you have not seen that, like, I, I posted something about it, but you can just look up seaweed in Florida. It's just it's just so great. It's, like, nasty and smelly, like most Floridians. So, like, yeah. I kid. I kid the cool one. But I do, I do have some stuff to say. It's just really pissing me off. So check that out. Um, Brazilian tourist dollars, leading cause, 99% of speeding tickets. Yeah. The, the whole work zone camera thing, like, it's, it's still a debate, and people are still like kind of mad about it. Actually, somebody that I really like and respect like weighed in on the conversation uh, today or yesterday and said what I consider to be a very dumb thing. And it was like, you know, well, we're you know a collection of people, like we're uh, the people for the people. Like we should just all get together and vote on whether or not we want those things. And like, no, that's a, that's a dumb idea. That is a dumb idea because more people would rather not be inconvenienced by the safety of other people. Like if you have like I don't know 500 highway workers that it involves, and what is it like one million Long Islanders now that probably all drive over the speed limit like whenever they can. Like, what do you think that boat's going to be like? There have been some times where I think it's probably a good idea that we start beating children. Like, I think that's a good idea. You want to vote on that, too? Or is that just reprehensible and morally wrong? And we actually don't need a vote on deciding what is, like, morally acceptable in this country. I don't know if you guys have seen any of this yet, but what came out in the New York Times yesterday or maybe even the day before, was what they're thinking is the text message that basically got Tucker Carlson fired. And it's basically him talking to a producer about watching this this video on the the day after, I guess it was. He was watching the video the day after the, the, the January 6th insurrection. And, you know, a bunch of, like, MAGA 
MAGA people was was beating the like the beating the life out of an Antifa kid. What's well, that was his language? I didn't see the video. I don't care to see the video. Like I understand what happens in street fights, but it was like three on one, and he was basically saying like. This is great, you know, I mean, but this isn't how white people fight. Like, he said that in the text, but he was like, you know, I really hope that they, like, even, I was even hoping that they beat the kid to death or whatever. And then he kind of laments that he was feeling that way. Like, what am I even becoming? Like, dude, uh, that that's what you do or did for a living. Like, you incited that kind of violence. Like, if anybody has ever hung out with a group of dudes that was, like, making bad decisions, like, those bad decisions start, like, making a lot of sense when you have a bunch of people doing it and it's late at night and you're getting angry and testosterone is, like, you ever hear of the term mob rules? Like, that's what that happens. Mob mentality is is just tremendously dangerous, you know? And even, like... Tommy Lee Jones. I realize it was in a movie, but it was Men in Black, so I think it's a you know a good reference. And Will Smith is like you know you know people are smart, and he's like no, a person is smart. People are dumb, scared animals. That's exactly what that is. But anyway, keep an eye out for that one because that it may or may not be a bombshell at all about like the real reason Tucker Carlson got fired. But like that mentality is exactly kind of what the problem is, and I don't have any idea why I started saying that. But Bob Rules uh, got new stuff out. Uh, uh, Andrew from Project 86 was the full interview on Bacon is my podcast this past Monday. Uh, the cancellation and the fallout of uh, of um, Bamboozle was discussion and drinks yesterday. I got to listen to that because I know it's like, you know, um, like kind of like they're talking about that and I have a lot to say about it. So I'm kind of curious what they think about it. So I got to give that a listen and I'll probably weigh on it. Uh, next week, we um, also talked to Jag of a Skylit Drive tomorrow, uh, which will be interesting because I believe they did the interview just before the original singer passed away this past week. So I don't just check that out. And of course, tonight you can check them out on Twitch live stream. But really, what what's important here and what's an important takeaway about Strangerhood TV is that there's all kinds of programming um, on Strangerhood TV, there really is something for everybody, and I am just going to pull up what my something for everybody is this week, because what we really need to talk about is we've just come out of a long... Like, people think that the the like the, the divide in this country really started with Trump. That's not true. And anybody that studies politics or sociology will tell you that. What has happened is during Trump, when Trump like was coming to power, basically, uh, the MAGA people and Trump supporters felt empowered and emboldened to start saying and acting out loud the things they were thinking for years. Most of this stuff started with Reagan, if you want to go all the way back to the fight between Republicans and Democrats on social issues like that, because Reagan... Despite what Republicans will tell you, Reagan was one of the worst presidents of the past hundred years. Don't forget, he refused to even talk about AIDS at the time because he was afraid of dealing with anything with the, with the gays because it thought it would tarnish him. And he let thousands, possibly millions, die because he wouldn't even address the issue, let alone you know have some funds to support it. He also broke the air traffic controllers union. He busted a union. Unions represent us. People that look like us. People that work for a living. The only people I know that are anti-union are either corporations and politicians 
or very stupid people that don't understand what unions actually do for you and don't understand their track records. And they always talk about the corruption in the unions. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There is no level of corruption ever in a union. And I'm talking Jimmy Hoffa level of corruption that even comes close to corporate corruption. So stop painting things like they're the, they're equals. They're the same thing. My mom used to do that to me. It's one of one of the reasons we don't speak and haven't spoken for over a decade. She used to tell me like, "Well, so and so does this." I was like, "Yeah, but the person I'm talking about killed babies in a fire, and this other person rounded down for a tip." My mom used to do that shit all the time. These are the equal because they're both wrong. No, they're not. E- the equality and equivalence are 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 completely are completely static measure of which you can actually take value and measurement of things, right? If I walk up to you and I'd be like, your haircut looks funny. Or if I walk up to you and punch you directly in the face, are they equal? No, of course not. No reasonable person would think that. So if you're anti-union, you don't have a good reason. Regardless of what the rest of the conversation is, you don't have a good reason. Anyway, the real divide, despite seeding all of it from back then, the real divide started when Obama was elected president because most of the country, most of the white people, and mostly white people, could not believe that an African-American had been elected president. And I've watched documentary after documentary. And I'm not talking like YouTube bullshit, like, you know, somebody with a microphone like this saying something authoritative like this. Like, dude, don't ever take what I'm saying as gospel. I'm not going to lie to you. I'll tell you that. But don't ever be like, well, DJ said it. It must be true. You can think DJ said it, so it's probably true, but I'll also tell you where I've got this stuff from. And most of the stuff actually comes from, like, common sense things. Like, what does it feel like in here? Like, what does your brain tell you? But I'll tell you, like, there are actual research documentaries and stuff that interviewed these people. And you talk to, like, members of Congress, like, the day after Obama was inaugurated and the entire plan was just say no to everything he wants. We need him to be a one-term president. That was it. They could not care less if it was important or all that other stuff. So that's when it started. But nobody said anything out loud. It wasn't until Trump that people started saying stuff out loud because they were like, Oh, he talks like me. Yeah. He's saying what I think. So he must be right. No, Junior. You're stupid. So whatever you think is probably wrong. The fact that he's saying it too means he's wrong. That's a good example of equivalence. But I didn't come here to talk politics because that's not important to me today. What I want to talk about is abuse of power. And the reason it concerns me is because it hits home a little bit. And what are we talking about? What is this abuse of power? What is this thing that I'm taking valuable time from my top 20 to talk to you about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Here it is. For me, growing up, there was always one thing that reigned supreme, chocolate bars. This, my five, is my five chocolate bars. Now, I know to look at Chris Waterbury, you wouldn't think he's like this instigator and divider, and yet I have not been involved more in discussions on a YouTube video in years. And I have been told that I suck on YouTube, and I engaged less. Now, what am I talking about? Nobody really knows. But for the purpose of this discussion, Chris Waterbury does a segment on StrangerHood TV called My Five. 
It's super entertaining. It is always like decisive or not decisive. Uh, what's the word? Um, divisive. <laughs> it's decisive and divisive. Because this son of a bitch goes up there and picks five of his favorite things, and I have to disagree with him every single time. And the bitch of it is, and the bitch of it is, it's his show, and he's right, because he's, he's in charge, and there's nothing I can do with it other than point some things out. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read <laughs> some of it. I am not, however, going to tell you what the top five are. For that, you have to go to Strangerhood TV, look up Chris's My Five Chocolate Bar, watch it, join the conversation if you dare, and weigh in and tell him what needs to be done. Because here's the problem. Everything was fine. It's fine. It was it's fine. Like it's it's Chris's opinions. He's allowed to think whatever he wants. He's a grown ass man. He can be wrong all day if he wants. It's fine. He did the work. He also does a really good job. <laughs> like it's, They're always entertaining, so I highly recommend it. But everything was fine until our very own Donna decided to weigh in <laughs> on the situation. Right, yeah, yeah. Donna messed it up for everybody is basically what I'm saying. Let me get some applause for Donna. There we go. So Donna points out that uh, whatchamacallit is one of her favorites, but you didn't give Twix a mention. Twix. The cookie. That'll be important in a minute. What's up with that? <laughs> then Jimmy G agrees with Donna. No Twix, not even the left side. Like I don't even know. I don't even know what we're talking about. It's my five favorite chocolate bars. Like it says so in the title. It says so in the intro. So then I have to come and defend Chris. Well, actually, Chris says Twix didn't make the list. Sorry to disappoint. So now I have to come defend uh, Chris. I have to divine. You know. I try and defend the downtrodden and the beaten, and you know I don't I don't want them ganging up because they're clearly wrong. So I just tell Chris I'm like, don't listen to him, Chris. Twix is a cookie, aka disqualified, because Twix is a cookie. It's chocolate covered, but this is not my five favorite chocolate covered things. Although that would be an interesting topic, and you could do definite variations on that water bear if you wanted to. But like, you don't have to give me any credit for that. I'm just spitballing ideas here. The think tank that is the Hard Rock Lunchbox, just creating more and more content on Strangerhood TV. So then, but then, <laughs> Donna goes to defend her point. And she says it's part cookie, part chocolate slash caramel in the shape of a bar. I'm sorry, Donna. You're disqualified right there. The shape of a bar? <laughs> it's not my five, five favorite things in the shape of a bar. It's my favorite, my five fit, my, my five cookie uh, chocolate bars. So, so Donna's now clearly wrong, but she's going to double down. I think it makes the cut, and since everything is better with a cookie, so one could argue it may actually be better, uh, superior to all others. Now, she makes an excellent point there, <laughs> and I cannot argue with that at all, except for the fact that we are talking about chocolate bars. Jimmy G comes to his senses finally. <clears throat> I, Jimmy G, will accept the exclusion of Twix on the grounds of it falling outside of your candy bar. And he quotes a candy bar definition because that is the only way it and Reese's peanut butter cups don't just top every list uh, as they're both clearly top, quote, chocolate barish snack eating experiences. Now, again, Jimmy is now completely right. So uh, I point out 
uh, to Donna, like, as you know, I respect your right to have your opinions, but claiming that this so-called cookie would qualify as a chocolate bar would allow me to claim Jameson or Guinness as my favorite wine, which I also was kind of hoping I would get some support on. I didn't. I say society must have rules. Donna backs down. All right. No need to disgrace Guinness like that. So, so she's on board. But I do point out to Jimmy, and this is where I stand today. Uh, I think the real problem here is that Watersbury's list is not sufficient to the discussion. I move, as an editor on Stranger at TV, I have that sort of authority. I move that he either expand the criteria in this My Five or quickly release the remaining My Fives that we all know must be out there. The remaining My Five, cookies, candies, the great nougat debate, etc., that are necessary to fully exhaust this issue. Much like Rupert Murdoch in recent weeks, as the admin of the channel, the authority and responsibility falls to you. Uh, Jimmy has been quiet. <laughs> Since that, and I don't know if it's a flat out it's like, no. but I think the discussion needs to be expanded, and I throw down the gauntlet to Chris Waterbury to do the other my fives, and then maybe have a my five to the death at the end. Chocolate bars, cookies, caramels. But Chris points out at the end, and he's right. He's totally right. Chris Waterbury, 18 hours ago, I am the only authority on this threat. I rule that all naysayers shall be silenced. Letter B, by the way, not B-E. Silenced and beaten with crocs for the punishable offense of questioning the My Five hosts' choices and opinions. Now, Waterbury is 100% correct. This is his show. It's his thread. He is the ultimate authority. However, on this show... <laughs> However, on this show, I am the ultimate authority. <laughs> and I will beat myself with Crocs if need be, God damn it! Truth of the matter is, I love Twix. They happen to be one of my favorite candy bars. I can't really eat them so much because, like, I'm really 99% gluten-free. So I am at the point where I am, like, looking at, like, anything with gluten, like, I guess used to do with, like, Weight Watchers in terms of points. And it's just never worth it to me to have a Twix. Not when I can save up a couple of Twix and have, like, a slice of real New York pizza. Like, that's kind of where I'm looking at things like that. So, like, those are the things, those are the decisions that I have to make here at the Hard Rock Lunchbox. So I never get to have them. But I can definitely live vicariously through anybody who wants a Twix. Left or right is fine. Uh, Snickers are a little bit iffy. Peanut butter cups, I totally agree with you, Jimmy. If you're listening, by the way, the Trader Joe's peanut butter cups, they're minis. Don't let that stop you or fool you. But they're minis. But they're real dark chocolate and they're real peanut butter. They are easily my favorite snack. I limit myself to about one or two when I'm going to have one. They really are small. I mean, they're like that big. They are absolutely delicious. They are actually one of the only foods that I take super small bites of, so it feels like it's lasting longer. Like, they're that good. And they come in a little tub that I require to be nowhere near my presence at any time, so I actually have to walk over to it to get it. Because sometimes, 
Sometimes I can really count on my laziness to be an asset and keep me away from stuff like that. But as sweets go, it's kind of like my top suite. It would be all of my top five. But I don't have to do a top five or my five because that's what Waterbury does here on the channel. I think it's awesome. All I can do is make suggestions and, of course, rebut what he says on my show because, as he pointed out, I'm the authority here. <laughs> We'll have a lot more to talk about during the show today. Sorry I wasted all your time on something that I thought was important or probably wasn't. Don't forget Florida is getting inundated with smelly seaweed, and I am all about it.